Chapter 8 The Story of Cole Younger by Himself. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. A Foul Crime. With two big farms in Jackson County, besides money making stores and a livery stable at Harrisonville, my father at the outbreak of the war was wealthy beyond the average of the people in northwestern Missouri. As a mail contractor, his stables were filled with good horses, and his property was easily worth a hundred thousand dollars which was much more in those days in the public esteem than it is now. This perhaps as much as Wally's enmity for me made him the target for the freebooters who infested the Kansas line. In one of Jennison's first raids, the younger stable at Harrisonville was raided and $20,000 worth of horses and vehicles taken. The experiment became a habit with the Jayhawkers, and such visits were frequent until the following fall, when the worst of all indignities heaped upon my family was to be charged against them. The murder of my father. When the body was discovered, it was taken in charge by Captain Peabody, who was in command of the militia forces in Kansas City, and when he found $2,000, which my father had the precaution to conceal in a belt which he wore about him, it was sent home to our family. It has been charged that my father tried to draw a pistol on a party of soldiers who suspected me of the murder of one of their comrades and wanted to know my whereabouts. This is false. My father never carried a pistol to my knowledge and I have never had any doubt that the band that killed him was led by the same Captain Wally. Indeed, he was suspected at the time, accused of murder, and placed under arrest, but his comrades furnished an alibi to the satisfaction of the court, and he was released. He is dead now, and probably he rests more comfortably than he ever did after that night in 62, for whether he had a conscience or not, he knew that Missouri people had memories, and good ones too. But the freebooters were not through. My sisters were taken prisoner, as were the girls of other families whose sons had gone to join the Confederate Army, their captors hoping by this means to frighten the Southern boys into surrender. After my mother's home was burned, she took her children and went to Lafayette County. Militiamen followed her, shot at Jim, the oldest of the boys at home, 14, and drove him into the brush. Small wonder that he followed his brother as a soldier when he became old enough in 1864. Despairing of peace, south of the Missouri, mother crossed into Clay County remaining until the war between the states had ended. But not so the war on her. A mob among whom she recognized some of the men who were pretty definitely known to have murdered my father broke in on her after she had returned to Jackson County, searched the house for Jim and me, hung John, age 14, to a beam, and told him to say his prayers, for he had but little time to live unless he told where his older brothers were. He defied them and was strung up four times. The fourth time the rope cut deep into the flesh. The boy was unconscious. Brutally hacking his body with knives, they left him for dead. That was early in 1870. June 2nd of that year, before John had recovered from his injuries, Mother died. End of chapter 8